Welcome to Catfish Weekly. Along with James Smith, I'm Lyle Stokes. James, I got some tournament results to read tonight, and then we're going to get on to something I'm pretty excited about tonight. How's that? Me too. Me too. All right. We have from Brad Becks, the Indiana Catfish Association Madison results. First place, James Holcomb and Andrew Hahn. Second place, George Lamaster and Ron Streeter. Third place, Lawrence T. Thomas Grundy. Lawrence T. Thomas Grundy. I, I'm guessing that's two guys. I don't know for sure. Corey Peterson and, and Jeff Mitchner was fourth. And Stephen Francher and Clifton Riggs was fifth. Now, let me see if I can find Big Fish in here because he usually sends it. But I don't see it. I'm sure he did. I'm just overlooking it somehow. Um, I see some familiar names on down through the 20s, like Jimmy and Christine LaRoe, uh, Corey Wines, uh, some of the other guys, uh, Mary Jane Woods. But uh, they have all the way down to 20th. But I don't see big fish. For some reason, It's I'm just overlooking it. But congratulations to all the winners, and thanks, Brad, for sending those results. And remember, folks, we're happy to announce results or upcoming events that you're doing. We do have some stipulations, but you have to send them to us. We're not going to search through the internet to find them every week. Um, I know the doc used to do a lot of that, but but uh, maybe he had more time than I do. We, but we're happy to do it. But if you yep. send the messages to James or, I, James or I, we'll get those out for you, however you want to do it. Uh, but we can't go through there and, and look for anything. James, what do you say? We collar off a few of the people that are in chat. Tonight. That'll work. They had, actually, no, they had a catfish tournament, a 12-hour tournament the other night on High Rock Lake here in North Carolina. And it was another Grand Slam tournament. So that Grand Slam picked up. That Grand Slam might be starting to be picked up by a few more people. But what I, I heard, that. I like that. They struggle for the blues, buddy. They struggle for the blues. Them blues are getting. <laughs> yep. They're getting scarce. So, yep. Let's give a few shout outs. All right. Uh, I'll go fishing with the shed, Palmetto Cat, Sean Abney. Uh, fishing with the squirrel, David Crowley, Brian Bartz, uh, Ernie Brown, Ernie Freddy Brown, Chrissy Brown, Mr. Dockery's in the house, uh, East City Smitty, Jade Clemens, do what? There's Jade Clemens and Hooks and Hammocks and Reveal Catfish, Brad. I'm not gonna even say that last name. Hey, Brad, so. Brad Becks, Brad Becks just made the post that second place had the big fish with 47.7 pounds. Thanks, Brad. I, I don't know how I overlooked it because I know you put it in there. Country boy fishing, Mike Sampson. Don't we have a Mike Sampson, too, that comes in, too? I think so, yeah. There's Richard, That's Mad Catter Catfishing. Welcome, Richard. Miss, City's, Miss Cindy Stokes is in the house with us. Mr. Gadget. Sean or Sean Abney. Wildcat. Nebraska Wildcats. Stephen Reveal. Palmetto. Mad Cat or Catfishing. Papa Ed's in the house with us tonight. Our buddy Bob with Fins and Fines and Stephen Pentry. 
Realville Catfishing. That's I like that fins and fine. That's a neat name. It is. And, and in case you don't know, and you may know, but he fishes and uses metal detectors to find stuff in the ground. And he has found some really, really cool stuff. If you haven't checked out Bob's channel, please go give it a look. You'd yes. be able to find something that you like. Yep. Yeah, uh, there's Freddie, my, my gold mining buddy, Freddie. Welcome, Freddie. Freddie's outdoor. You know, guys and gals, if you see new names in here, share the bait, share the love. David we got a new one coming in, don't we, Lyle? We do. We do. We have, now James, before we bring these in, I, yeah. I want to tell you, I got up a little early this morning and I was uh, checking stuff on the internet. And you know how you get different things that pop up on your YouTube stuff of videos you're watching. And I had um, a channel pop up of a guy and his children running jug lines, catching these little bitty channel cats. And some of them was probably a pound or so. And I was so taken with the quality of production that they did for little guys on the thing. And I ended up watching two or three of his videos right quick this morning early. And I was impressed with the way they'd done it and, and the fact that it was uh, true to life and nature and, and teaching kids the right way to learn how to catch fish that I contact them. They agreed to be on the show tonight. I know it was short notice, but James, I think if people would go out and watch their channel, yep. they would be impressed on how this goes. And we say we bring them on in here. I've got the link copy too, so I'll put the link up. There you go. Welcome to Catfish Weekly, guys. How you doing? Uh, we're doing good. Thank you for having us. Uh, Daniel, it was great watching your videos this morning, and, and I was impressed. I, and, and I told you this a while ago, but I'm going to tell the people watching the show, <laughs> Reed loves to reach out of the boat and grab his noodles and hand them to Dad so he can line the fish in. It's so cute. It just it was mind boggling. And and then when you brought Lucy on the the next video that I watched, had both kids and I'm either your dad or your father-in-law was in the boat with you. And and um, what a family aspect that was. It was so refreshing to see something good like that instead of all the backstabbing and and stuff that goes on in the fishing world today. It was just pure emotion and and love for the sport. And, and thank you for that. Oh yeah, we let me. He just found out that you guys, when you were talking about metal detecting, he's got a metal detector. Well, oh, I hear you. He well, wanted to show you the bag of treasure that we found. Okay. Thank so, yeah. So we'll have to watch some of those metal detecting videos, won't we, buddy? Well, if you watch watch old fins and finds old Bob and his nephew lives somewhere down south, and they find some amazing stuff. They're, they're worth taking a look at. Yep. We'll check it out. You can scan back through my videos way back down at the bottom of them, and you'll see me doing some old gold mining and dredging in the creeks, doing gold mining and panning and stuff. That's cool, honey. And you won't see me doing any of that, but that's just cool. <laughs> Hey, there's Junior Proctor and Parker Pursuits. Yeah. Ryan Bortz. Man, they're coming in now. Thank you guys for joining the show. I hope you enjoy this. I think it's going to be a great show. Great show. Now, Daniel, tell me how you got started at taking your son Reed out catching these fish with noodles. Yeah, well, so I'm a, a pretty hardcore tournament bass fisherman. 
And, you know, the lake that we live on is kind of hard to get a kid started bass fishing. And so, I, you know, um, just just looking for a way that's easy for a kid, something they can be involved in. Because when they're little, they, you know, they can't quite cast yet. Yeah. And he's been doing it with me for about two years. He just turned six. So since he was about four, we've been doing it. And it's his favorite way to fish. Well, I also, the last video of yours that I watched today, you guys were catching bluegill and brim and stuff. Um, and he was casting and you was casting. Oh, yeah. And he has a little kiddie pole. That's right. That's right. But he also could cast your big pole. Oh, yeah. He, he can cast the seven-foot spinning rod as well. Pretty <laughs> impressive. And and he'd catch him on his own or he'd take your rod if you happen to have a fish on it. You know, whatever it takes. He just wanted to reel them in. He did a bang-up job. Um, and I didn't – don't remember – but you got to use, and in one of the videos, you got to use some cut bait. Uh, you cut up a bluegill or something, and we're using it for, for cut bait. And he was going to put it on the hook, but I don't ever remember seeing him actually do it. And no, it's not there yet? Um, Not with the brim. Yeah, we, we use cut up brim a lot for bait. He will absolutely bait a worm or, or a cricket, but we haven't got to the brim yet. It's, it's a little too hard to get it to poke through for him. Yeah, I seen him do the do the crickets and and you guys was really waylaying the the bluegill and and the red ear and stuff like that. So it made for I I just you know I watched three of them just boom 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 right straight in a row and I thought man this is this is really awesome and and what a great family event you guys was having. You had uh, from from the older generation of the family to yourself and to your kids, three generations of fishing uh, right there together. And it just made for a great, great video stuff. And before we go any farther, if you wouldn't mind, tell everybody what the name of your channel is and how they can find you so they can watch your YouTube channel. And guys, go over there and give them a like and a subscribe because this is stuff worth watching. Yep. So yep. we're learning the outdoors. That's the name of our channel. And that's the only place that we are right now is on YouTube. But if, if you don't know, when you're searching in YouTube, you can search by channel. So you don't have to hunt for a specific video. Right. right. But that's, that's probably the easiest way to find us. It's learning the outdoors. Well, it, it's a pretty amazing stuff. And um, uh, James, did you pop their information up? Yeah, I sure did, and I've got to say, I'll keep popping it in and ever, ever so often in the chat. Uh, guys and gals, they was up to 154 just a few minutes ago. Let's see if we can't bust this 200 out here tonight. We got, I mean, we got in 47 right now, Lyle. Yeah, we'll get a few more in here. In yeah, a we'll bit. get quite a few more. So, love there, like, subscribe, check out their stuff. Good, wholesome family time. It, it don't get no better than that. Thank you. Yeah, we're trying to do good family videos. It, you're not going to see just a video of me fishing. I'm going to have somebody that doesn't get to do it very much, whether right. it's my father or my wife, or, or most of the time it's going to be these guys. Right. Be, that, that's really outstanding. So um, did you say Reed is six? Yeah, so he just turned six last month. Wow. Uh -oh. So he's been – how long have you guys been doing the video thing? Um, We, we just started last year, last okay. fall. I okay. think it's my first fishing video. Well, he's a natural. 
he loves, man, he loves being on the camera. My daughter does too. You know, she's three, so you got to catch her in the right mood. But yeah. oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's part of little girl. That's the way they are. That's okay. But at some point, she won't be a little girl anymore. That's right. That's and um, things change when they get a little older. I have, yeah. I have a daughter. I understand how that works. James does too. Yeah, I raised my daughter. Well, she started out probably about the same age he was, about four. That's when I started. You know, I was a single parent. So if I wanted to go fishing or she wanted to go skating or whatever, then it was us. You know, we was a team. But there's another channel out there that they, they kind of remind me of life, and that's the Wyatt Life. Mm -hmm. I love that channel. These good people. And right, what is his son, Ryder? Yep. Yeah. Ryder, uh, watching them kids grow up on there. He don't post up as much, but he does a lot of gardening or going out looking for airheads or whatever is outdoors. And it's just amazing. In fact, I got I won an airhead off his channel one day that they had found out there in the yard at their new home. So well, I love that stuff. And I think our viewers and people in chat right now would love seeing stuff like that. So we look forward to your next videos, buddy. We really do. Well, thank you. It's, it's all, it's not all fishing. You know, we're going to, we're going to do a trip to the beach and catch blue crabs and nets. And then uh, we're going to go, we got a buddy that's going to take us frog hunting here next month or so. We're going to try to get that on film. That'd be fun too. Yeah. Cause yeah. I want him to see a big frog. You know, he doesn't, he's never seen a big frog like that. I got to <laughs> We've had so much rain here in Southwest Missouri. I mowed the yard last week and there's a drainage ditch between my house and the house to the west. And it drains to a retention pond in a field behind a house. And I was mowing along there and looked in that ditch and it's a double culvert drain. And there's a big old bullfrog laying in there. That's how much water wow. we've had. And, and that's the first time I ever seen uh, a bullfrog. I see toads once in a while, but but that bullfrog is probably 10, 12 inches. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's a or 12? 10 or 12. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's funny watching them when they first get their, their hands on one of those big bullfrogs for the first time. I'm going to be that big. Yep. Here's a great comment in chat. My daughter is now 32, and she still loves fishing with her dad. And I love this man. I, I'm great for spending time with his kids. That's exactly right. Yeah, so it's uh, that's exactly right. Yeah, we've gotten a lot of feedback, you know, that I didn't expect. A lot of people comments that have grown kids now, and I didn't really expect that, but they said it brings you know good memories back to them, and they really enjoy watching them. Absolutely, so. I can yes, see that. Yes. Yeah, yeah, we're very happy about that. <laughs> and we've had some cool stuff happen with us before. Won't you? Hey, why don't you tell them about the time when we when we were using a live brim on a job? You don't want to tell them when the birds swooped down and got her. Got the so, uh, yeah, one time we had, we were brim fishing. We were just starting out with live brim. And come to find out I didn't have enough weight to keep him down. And the brim was up by the surface and he got to see an osprey come down, grab oh, our man. brim, and fly, fly off with the brim and jug and everything in tow. <laughs> oh, Lord. Did that get you excited? That was a cool one. Yeah. I'm yes, sir. Uh, you know, them brim on the surface like yeah, but I'll spray don't grab them. Them big old large mouth bass will grab them suckers too. And big catfish. Tell them what we caught two times ago when we went jug fishing. 
So we caught a bass on a jug, <laughs> on a cut bait. It was just a brim head, you know. Oh, we yeah. Caught, really? Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, we caught crappie. Yeah, we catch a lot of cat. We catch a lot of bass here in North Carolina. On them. Where? Tell yeah. everybody where you're located at. We're in Central Mississippi by Ross Barnett Reservoirs. Okay. Well, y'all got some good. Uh -oh. I would like to Nick. You got some secrets. Uh, Co. Thank you so much. I'm glad you enjoyed the, the video cast I done with Dieter. Uh, I had a lot of fun doing that. Thank you for watching. Yeah, people wanted me to tell you about when we went fishing with Grandpa that we caught Gasper Goo on a joke. I, I, I was getting to that. He beat me to it. Oh, sorry. Now, how did you come up with the name Gasper Goo for drunk? Well, that's what that's what they're called here. <laughs> I, I didn't come That's what everybody calls them. Yeah, it's a fresh the first time I ever heard that. And when the first time you guys come off saying that, I had to hit the back button so I could catch it again to make sure I heard it right. And nothing describes them nasty things better than that. I mean, yeah. they just—they don't make good bait. They taste nasty. Oh, they're not fit to eat. There's nothing good about them, but they're fun to catch. Yeah, they do. Cool. Garden good. Okay, I can see that. <laughs> make good fertilizers. Man, there ain't be something good about them. Yeah. Yeah, the 164. David Crowley says they call them that in South Texas, too. Yes, for good. I'll never forget that, I don't guess. That was just way too funny. And, and, All right, Mr. Gadget, I must have put the wrong link in. Uh, you like you got learning two outdoors. Okay. We're learning the outdoors. Yeah, I did. I, I found it. It took me to the wrong link the first time I looked it up. I've got you now. Okay. So. Sorry about that. Yeah. One thing about our videos, you can you don't have to worry about any bad language or anything. You can watch us, you know, with your kids and, and, and hopefully get them excited and they see somebody small doing something. Something yeah. fun. And well, then the other. So much of that's gone. Yes, sir. That's right. And then the other thing is we want to try to show that it doesn't take a lot to make a big influence. You know, we've got a $300 John boat. We do have a nice bass boat, but he'd just as soon be out in that John boat as he would the bass boat. He know? likes crawling over the seats and open the lid on the cooler so you can be oh, yeah. in there. Uh, it's just wholesome entertainment. And you never know what they're doing. No, you don't. And, and let's face it, one of the, the greatest things uh, about YouTube videos is you find a channel like yours that's pure entertainment. It's from the heart. It, it, that, Reed, he doesn't know uh, from one day to the next if he's trying to be funny or not. That's All right. he knows is he likes to catch fish. He likes that's to it. open that lid and let you put them them catfish in there. He don't want to get horned by them. He already figured that out, I think. <laughs> he likes to pull them in the boat. He likes to grab the thing. There's not a better way in the world with higher action than what you guys was doing for him to get involved with the sport of fishing. It's just a great thing to do. And um, you guys are not catching giant fish. And if you did, I assume that you would probably put some of them back. But these are all the perfect eating size. They're little bitty. They're easy for him to handle. And he loves it, man. That's right. Yeah, we bring him home. He helps me fillet him and everything. You know, he, that's a part of it for him, too, that he really likes. There you go. 
and we don't target the big fish just because we i'm trying to catch a lot of fish for, for the kids keep them in gold oh, yeah. absolutely now, oh we, yeah now we do have gold this summer we, we got a, a trot line and we're just waiting for the river level to drop a little bit and we're going to try to get him a, a big catfish this summer just so he can see what a big fish looks like you know there you go he'll really be excited oh yeah <laughs> now what what are you considering a big fish well the biggest he's seen is about five pounds so I, i'm hoping to get one over 10 you know oh there i'm, you I'm go. sure you will I'm oh yeah i'm sure you will now which river are you fishing it'll be the pearl river okay and is it is it a drainage into the mississippi or something I, it goes all the way yeah at the very end i think it connects down there around the coast okay close to the but you know we're only about an hour and a half from the mississippi river and my my parents live right next to it that's what i grew up fishing was the mississippi river I'm just not quite ready to get him out there on it yet. That's right. um, I fish it a lot, did when I was a kid, and it's something that bears respect. But one of the other things that I noticed right off, you got life jackets on them babies. Uh, yeah. Start to finish, you never see them take them off. And, and um, that, that also is a good way to get them started. That way they know the responsibilities. And But the Mississippi River is a lot of water. And, uh, yes, sir. I'm not sure. I've never been that far south on it, but uh, I've been way on down there, and and the further down it goes, seems like uh, the bigger, the wider, uh, the more respect it's going to require. Yes, sir. It's it's big and powerful for sure. You, you know, even in my boat, in my big bass boat, running down the river, you, you know, you can hit a whirlpool, and it, you can definitely feel it turning the boat. Absolutely, absolutely. We have a gentleman that I haven't seen in chat tonight that lives down there. Uh, Creole catfish lives in the state of Louisiana. He fishes it and some tributaries a lot. And, okay. um, you know, it, it bears respect the further south you go. It appears to me like I know I've been on it and been in some nine mile an hour current before, and, and that's ripping. Yeah, it it's really impressive. It is impressive for sure. But we got, you know, a lot of oxbow lakes and they have a lot of striped bass. I'm going to get him on some schools of stripes this year, too. That that'd be fun too. Man. Stripes would have yep. fight. Oh yeah. Oh now, yeah. Are they big stripers? No, a lot of them in the lakes are not. They're small. Okay. When Still you get fun, out, though. you know, when you get out on the rock dikes on the on the big river, then you can get into some big sea runs. But in the lakes, they tend to be just a couple of pounds. Okay. But great, great. Still a fun fight. Oh yeah, great for a kid. Oh yeah. Hey, I love catching them too. Any of oh. them like get light action tackle. <laughs> That's right. And when they are hot and busting that surface and running them shad everywhere, that ain't no but fun action right there. I see. Yeah, that's another thing. You know, he hasn't got to see a fish school yet, you know, where they're breaking surface. So. The thing is, you know, every time you take them, you, it's, it's something new for them. Exactly, yeah. It's things that you, you don't realize that you take, you know, I don't want to say take advantage of, but you're just used to it, and it's something new for them, right? Right. They're I like a sponge. I would like to welcome D into chat tonight. I'm not going to be like Mark and pass her up every week. Uh, Catfish and Katie Collins, Brad Cottle. Uh, Dan Thompson says that he took four of the granddaughters, four of the granddaughters, fishing Saturday evening. Uh, it was a blast. 16-3, they will always remember. Four, yes. four of the granddaughters he took. Oh my, I've only got one granddaughter. She kind of rules the roost everywhere she goes. So I'm thinking that four of them. Uh, that would be a lot. 
That would be a handful <laughs> for me. Yeah. <laughs> Peter, that's what? Welcome. So what yep. got you started into fishing? I know you grew up beside the Mississippi, so I, I take it that it's just a family thing that you're all fished. It is. It is. Yep. My parents got me started very, very young. And then my dad's tournament fisherman. We, we fished a lot of tournaments, you know. And uh, But we typically bass fish, but when the time's right for crappie, when they're spawning up shallow, then we go crappie. And when, this, when the brim are bedding, we catch brim, you know. Right. Yeah, all my life been fishing. Oh, very good. So how do you like that tournament fishing though? You like that oh, the run oh, and the hustle of it? Oh yeah, I, I enjoy it. I, I like the competitive part of it, you know. Yeah. It's I did it for a, quite a few years, and uh, but I was old school back when the 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 Bill dances and the Hank Parkers and the you know. All them coming up and the changes that was going on, them learning new techniques and new things about safety. A lot of stuff comes into play. So I was able to see a lot of the changes that y'all have in place now. And we're seeing it now growing in the catfish tournament scene. You know, they're working out different things. What is one of the things that you look forward to most about the tournament fishing in bass? Uh, I just, you know, it's a guaranteed full day on the water for me. I know I'm going to get daylight till three o'clock. So that's, that's a nice thing for me. I can look forward to that all week. And and then, you know, the bonus of if you do catch a big fish or you figure something out during the day that you could, you know, you could do well in the tournament. So it's, I like the reward part of it as well. Right. Now, is the camaraderie getting better as far as the bass scene? I know there for a while, they was it was like everybody sat in their own little groups away from each other, and you need to bring that camaraderie back together. That's right. It, it you know it, it varies at the different levels of tournaments. The more money you get involved, and the more you're going to see what you're talking about. Right. Um, uh, right now, I do a lot of club level stuff where it's not much money involved, and it's very friendly, very kid friendly. He actually he actually fished his first tournament with me this past weekend. That brim video that you watched, we were actually in a bass tournament, but he wanted to brim fish, so we just we put the bass stuff down, and, and I knew where a bed was, so we went and caught some brim for a few That's hours. That's amazing to pay an entry fee in and not bass fish, just go ahead. <laughs> and catch brim because that's the right thing to do whether most people won't do it but the boy wants to catch brim we're gonna catch brim that's we're gonna catch some brim that's right and you know one thing that happened that that morning was you know we take off at daylight and we had the first spot i wanted to go you had to idle across the big stump flat well the sun's coming up and he had never seen the sunrise before and he just started talking about how pretty it was and it didn't even oh. dawn on never seen that before you know right. get after my own heart That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> so it was a great day great that day. is awesome jp3 outdoors welcome to the show it's you it's you it's you i see you yeah i wake up every morning get out there get my coffee ready and go sit out there and watch the sunrise every morning it's just a I think we only get so many sunrises and sunsets, like old Dieter Melhorn said in his video. I believe we only get so many, so you better enjoy every one of them. That's one, That's of, the, one of the things that I can say that Dieter is actually right about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wow. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm sure he didn't just miss that either. No, I'm sure he did not. <laughs> mm. So, I mean, what is your next big thing with the kids as far as you, you your next video you're looking forward to shooting with them? So we're going to make another trip this weekend. We're going to go. We got. A, I got a couple of days off work, so we're going to go to Grandpa's house, spend the night with them, and and make another trip with the kids and Grandpa. And we'll we'll be jug fishing. We might do some brim, but he, my son, he's he's itching to go back to that lake again. It was a lake that I grew up on. It's just slap full of catfish. He wants to go back there, so we're going to go do that. There you go. It'll be fun. And and when do you think you'll have that posted to where we can watch that? Um, I would say early next week, maybe Monday That'd or Tuesday. Great. That'd be great because I don't punch the notifications. I'm going to know when it hits. But yeah, me too. I would like to, I will offer you that you can post those videos on Catfish Weekly and maybe okay. reach more people. Uh, okay. Because I think once they start watching and find out how good they are, that you'll get a lot more viewers out of that. Um, well, thank Dieter. Wow, your volume went down. Peter, no, no, uh, no, no, uh, yellow catfish bait for me, Peter. I thank you though. Appreciate it much, but I don't need it. Uh, <laughs> Tell him he needs to fry up some of that strawberry chicken for himself to eat. Oh yeah, that'd be great. I, I think Peter is the main reason why that there's such a chicken shortage right now. It's just wrong about that, but I'm, I'm going to blame it on him regardless. Uh, there's Junior Proctor's back in chat. Glad to have you, sir. And Larry, Larry King, welcome. Yeah, I don't know what happened to you, Lyle. Your volume is low right now. Mark from Catfish and Crappie? I don't know either. Does that help? That helps a little bit. All right, we'll see if that works. I might have bumped something. You know how I am. I get to talking about Dieter and chicken yeah. and strawberry jello, and the next thing you know, my voice starts squeaking and my hands start shaking. I don't know what the hell's going on. <laughs> now, uh, there's nothing like getting them kids on on brim uh, when the brim bite is really on. At, at you, one rod's about all you can deal with when they're really on the bite. Now, do y'all have the white perch out in your area? Yes, sir. We we do. Uh, do they do they school heavy? We got a lake here that don't have striper in it. So okay. we got heavy schools of them. And you can drop a Saviki rig down there with six hooks and catch six fish at a time with them. Uh, yep. We, we do have them, and they do school big, and, and they're easy to find because you'll see a big wad of boats yeah. out there around them, you know. Yeah. Our lake, it's just it's a big, shallow, flat lake with the river channel going through it, and they get in the bends of those channels, that river channel. Okay. Now, that's good. That's good kid friendly fun fishing right there too you just have to be careful because there's six hooks on that line instead of one yeah uh, a little sharp daggum devil hooks boy but uh, that's right they are sharp uh but yeah that's fun and plus they make good catfish bait yep. excellent okay. catfish bait yep he we haven't tried that he one loves yet. to watch kids catch fish never miss the big smiles and that's correct keith yeah, Dieter's another one we've watched his kids grow up on we did. on the camera. Uh, we did. A lot of others, and it's uh, it's amazing. Keep bringing them out there to us, guys. Uh, I, I I don't know how what else to say about that. Lyle is just keep rolling because 
Mine's grown up. The grandsons are doing their thing now. And the grandkids is in Florida. So they don't get to fish and do the outdoor things. What are some of the other outdoor activities that you've got them into? Do y'all go out and look for like morel mushrooms or, or anything like that? We, we have not. No, we don't do the mushroom thing, but we do like a, my son was so eager to show you. He likes to do metal detecting. Right. We're doing that. It tore up my whole backyard. My wife's starting to get <laughs> Um, but deer hunting, so he 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 does he loves to go deer hunting with me. We killed two does and a spike last season. Nice. Yeah, spikes are legal in Mississippi, so um, he loves doing that. And then, but he, you know, it, even the things that we do, we've got a little hunting property, and he goes up there with us and help plants, food plots, you know, just everything that we do. He wants to be a part of it. Man, that's awesome. Yeah, that really is because. He'll grow up and he'll remember those times and he'll pass those on to his children. And, and that's the circle of life complete. Yeah. We know yeah. He, he just got a pellet rifle for his birthday last month and he's wanting to shoot a squirrel so bad. He can't, he don't know what to do. So we've been practicing the, you know, shooting BB guns and pellet rifles. So I'm right. sure a squirrel trip will be in our future this fall. There you go. Outdoors would like to know what's your favorite rod and reel. Okay. Well, so I, I like to, when I'm bass fishing, I, I like to use all-star rods and I use quantum reels. And if I'm, it depends on what I'm doing. So if I'm fishing around a lot of, a lot of our lakes are cypress trees. And I like to use like a six and a half foot medium heavy rod. The shorter rod is going to help with the, make an accurate cast. Right. Um, but if I'm just in big open water, then I'll go for a little bit longer rod, like a seven or seven and a half foot rod. There you go. Oh, he'd fall in love with my quantum reel, wouldn't he? Yeah, he would. I still got the original Bill Dance quantum reel that he come out with bass fishing many, many years ago. It's it's an offset reel to palm for worm fishing, plus it's high speed for spinner baits and stuff like that. And I still use it to this day. Okay. Still used to this day, and it's still smooth as glass. That's awesome. Yep. It looks pretty rough, but yeah. Creole catfishing has now joined the chat. We were just talking about you all ago, Jeremy. This gentleman probably doesn't live too far from you, but maybe across the Mississippi River. So he was telling us about Gasper Goose. I'm I'm sure, Jeremy, that you know about that. I can't believe we heard Jeremy say the name of it. I have never heard anybody say that. First time I ever heard it was this morning, and it, I like to die. <laughs> Keeping them youngins in the outdoors off the computer games, get them in a kayak fishing pole. Junior Proctor, you're correct. Yeah, that Junior's grandson watching that young catch some big old catfish. Uh, he was talking about Dieter a while ago. I remember watching Grayson when he was he was bigger than than Reed, but not right. a lot. No, not much. But he's been at it a long time, and now he's a big boy. Yeah. Says I have eleven year old foster son, a six year old granddaughter. She has not got to go yet, but wants to go. But until I get healed up some, it's on hold because I can't wait to take her. I will bet Keith that'd be awesome. We'll be looking forward to seeing some of that stuff. Hello, Mike. And, you know, 
I haven't got to watch your videos yet, so I will be watching them. But from what I can tell by just looking at through some of the videos you've got already posted up, is that you're instilling the proper ways of dealing with fish. That's something that we as a catfish community or bass community or crappy community, we need to make sure that we pass that on to the younger generation so that our great grandkids still have fish to go catch. That's right. We talk about it a lot. You know, he, he's fully aware of what we're doing. He's old enough now that he can, you know, understand a lot of the concepts and the things that we're trying to trying to do. So we do keep a few, a few to eat. Um, right. And like I said, that's a part of the education process for him too. But we we turn back, you know, ninety percent of what we catch. Well, yeah. yeah, I mean, but we talked about it on the show before. People don't realize there's also people say, well, you got to throw it all back. No, if you throw it all back. Then you start ending up with a lake full of small fish. That's absolutely right. You got to have that selective harvest, just like you know with deer hunting and stuff like that. You've got to have selective harvesting to build what kind of fishery or hunting area. If you don't, then it can actually go south real quick once you break that medium. Uh, and I'm glad you're teaching them kids that. It just I can't wait to watch them. I can't wait to watch them live. It really does. Uh, yeah. Maurice Kaysen, welcome to chat. Mark with Catfish and Crappie. Of course, we said D and Chad. Dockery was in here. Parker Pursuits is joined in here. Uh, and you know, old James Dockery does a lot with kids and stuff out there uh, in his area. Lyle and Daniel, he does a lot of great stuff with kids. Uh, I don't know if there's anything like that in your area. You can maybe hook up with James and find out that there's, there's a lot of different things they do with kids okay. that does a lot of educational part of not just fishing, but the outdoors and trees and plants and learning all these other different things that uh, you might want to get involved, you know, get your kids involved in something different from what you know. Sure. That you can learn along with your kids. That's right. James actually teaches a lot of those courses. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Thank you, Catfish and Pappy. Glad to have you on as a new member. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and, and one other thing I'd like to add, just kind of <clears throat> kind of what started this the whole thing and kind of what our, our end goal is 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 looking for a way to raise money. If we can get the channel big enough to where we could monetize it, then I want to take the proceeds and, and buy John boats or kayaks and, and give them away. Because when I see a family sitting, you know, we our lake doesn't have a lot of good bank access. It's got a few public piers, but they're heavily pressured. And so when I see a family sitting out there, I know they're not going to catch a lot of fish. And, and just something simple like a, a small John boat would just make a world of difference. So that's what we're trying to do. I, I, I have to tell you a story, and this happened years ago. Um, there was a little creek that dumped into Springfield Lake when we lived down there. And I built custom fishing rods and uh, have for a long time. I went down there to catch some bluegill to take fishing. And there was a gentleman and his wife sitting there, and they only had two rod wheels. They had two kids and a baby. And they was all trying to use these rods, and nobody, it was just a cluster. You know what I mean? Yep, I did. I got my bait caught up and I went back to the house. It was about three miles and I picked up a bunch of rods that I'd built and I had a bunch of old 202s that my kids had used. They're all grown. 
I put them all together and I took them down there and I give them to that guy. He said, I can't pay you for these. I said, I'm not asking you to pay for them. I said, I'm take these kids fishing. Let them fish. That's right. He said, it doesn't matter. He said, well, we'll be done with them in a little bit. I said, they're yours. I, I don't want them. I want you to teach those kids how to fish. And uh, they were almost out of worms. And I drove to the local store, picked up a, a box of worms, took them back to him, left them there and went home. But uh, that's what you got to do sometimes to make things right. And the deal with you giving boats or kayaks or something, man, what a great gesture that is. Sure. Well, we're a long ways from it, but that, that's that's right. the goal. That's the end game, right? It, that's it what really is. And, and, and stuff like that, it takes a while. These channels don't grow that fast sometimes. Other times they jump right up there, but uh, you have a great outlook on what needs to be done, and, and uh, that's awesome. Well, uh, it, you might get it done a little bit faster than what you think. You can go underneath your description on your video and put a description of what you're doing and start you a PayPal account on the side. Put that link in there where if they want to come help, then they can make a donation straight to your PayPal. Okay. I did not know that. Thank you. Sure. Uh, I raise a lot of money for veterans homes and stuff like that. And uh, there's ways that you can do things like that. And once you get monetized, then, then they can donate straight through YouTube. But YouTube takes out 30 or 39% where your PayPal only takes out what a quarter of a percent or something like okay. that. It's very small. So, uh, okay. So, there's other ways, and once the word gets out that this is something you're doing, other people will start wanting to help. And you might be surprised, you might have a local marina say, hey, look, guy, we got a bunch of these in the back that people traded in or we've collected. Uh, here's your handful of them. Do something with them. You never know. That's right. A lot of people want to help. They just don't know how to help. Sure. That makes sense. And Absolutely. And if you give them that avenue, then uh, a lot of them will walk right through that door and say, point me to the direction I need to go. Maurice Kaysen, the name of their channel is Learning the Outdoors. If you would, please go over and give them a like and subscribe. I know you watch a lot of YouTube. You're in here every week, and we appreciate it much, and they would absolutely love to have you as a subscriber. You're a great patron to the sport. And they make some wonderful kids' videos. You'll enjoy it, I promise you. Good afternoon, Laura the Explorer. Did I mention Frank with Twisted Fishing TV? I don't think I did. Welcome, Frank. Glad to see you. Got a new video out today. You guys need to check it out. And there's two stands fishing. So I hope you don't get mad at me, but I use largemouth bass and, and, and spotted bass for bait. <laughs> I still love my bass fishing. I do. Now, I would never use a trophy fish. You know, that's, yeah. uh, that's a no-no in my book. Uh, but if it scales, it's bait in North Carolina. As long as we catch it legally, you know. That's right. Uh, that's right. But I would never, you know. I was never a bad fisherman anyway. When I bass tournament fished, yeah, I, I, I would fish the tournaments during the time of betting. I just, I or I'd fish out and try to pull fish that done either went to the bed or on their way to the bed. I was never a bad fisherman. I just, I didn't like it. Okay, that's fair enough. I give back. I do a lot of stocking and stuff like that around local lakes and stuff like that. So 
I give more back than what I take. I'll say that. There you I got go. a message in on uh, Facebook that the uh, my mic had got weak again. I hope that fixes it. The only thing I can do right now is check connections because I don't have uh, anything else to, to check until after the show is over. So if it gets bad, please bear with me. Can't click down on the mic button in the middle and see if you can adjust it any because you are pretty low. Just, that's just for muting. Well, hey, do you guys, I know y'all were announcing the catfish tournament results earlier. Do you know if there are catfish tournaments here in Mississippi or in the there South? Is. There are. Are there trails? Yes. Like, okay. Yep, there's Absolutely. several of them. Several yeah. of them down there, you just have to, uh, you can Google that and come up with a bunch of them. I can't, th there's, I can't think of them right offhand right now, but I know a bunch of guys down in your area that do fish a lot of tournaments. Okay. Uh, in, their, in Louisiana, Mississippi, uh, Alabama's got a ton of them. Uh, they're all over down there. Sure. So it won't be hard to find some. If anybody's in here chatting that fishes any of those tournament trails, shoot him some links or stuff over on his page. When you go check out his videos and subscribe to his channel, you can leave him, a, leave him some names for some people that he can look into to find out that stuff. That'll work. Mark sent me a message, thinks I'm running out of internet. I'll bet that's not right. <laughs> yeah, you would, uh, you like you talking about your fishing those local uh, clubs and stuff, tournaments like that. There's a lot of camaraderie and that stuff like that. And you get into a couple of them catfish ones, and they'll welcome you right into the, into the tournament. And they'll tell you real quick, here's me another one. We'll take his money too. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> that's right. That's uh, all right. Yeah, uh, that's yeah. part of it. A buddy yeah. of mine, they just fished the tournament this weekend, and you would probably enjoy it because you, you like that speed tournament, fast fishing type. But it's called a grand slam, and you have to catch a flathead, a blue, and a channel cat. Okay. And it's a fun tournament. We got them both of them that I know of here in North Carolina. I love fishing that tournament. It's a, it's always a challenge. And the big tournament guys, they can get that blue. They can get that flathead. They struggle with that channel cat. <laughs> uh, but you got to have all three to get the Grand Slam trophy or okay. money. Okay. Uh, so, you know, hopefully that spreads out. But you'd enjoy tournaments like that. Um, and the kids would too. Tournaments like that are good family friendly tournaments it really is you'll see people come out and mostly they'll have their partner and stuff for regular tournaments but for the grand slam tournament it'll be families okay. it'll just be out there to have fun that's awesome yeah my wife and i we fish a big charity tournament an annual charity tournament here on ross barnett every year and, and you see that same thing a lot of families a lot of wives a lot of kids in that yeah we love yeah. fishing it's awesome you can make it more of a family deal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you know, and what? Wow, did I just miss fishing for freedom, or is it coming up? No, it's not. It's not got here yet. It's the first weekend in June every year. Um, and this is for veterans, Daniel. And they, you can be a bass fisherman and take a boat, go out there and carry a veteran on your boat, a crappy fisherman. 
a catfisherman. They they welcome all to take these veterans out, and they just shut down five whole towns for a whole weekend for this. Oh wow! Deal, yeah. And I would like to mention while we're on that subject that they still need boaters. If you guys are on the line about going to Quincy, Illinois, and being a boater to take a true American hero out, please don't hesitate. Get a hold of them guys. They're on Facebook. They you can. Uh, Google them and, and um, call them on the phone. Anything you got to do. But if you have a boat, you would like to take an American hero out for four hours on a Saturday morning. If you live more than one hour away from Quincy, Illinois, they will pay for your motel for two days if they still have open rooms. And you'll get fed at least one meal a day the whole time you're up there. It's an amazing event, and there's so much going on, and they need boaters. Even if they make their quota of 200 boaters, any extra they get will mean that the people that are sitting on the banks that didn't have a boat to go in might get a chance to jump on a boat and go fishing with someone. And this includes bass fishermen, crappie fishermen, and cat fishermen. Please don't hesitate. They need you to sign up right away. You'll be glad you did. It's a great feel-good thing. If you win the tournament, you win zero dollars, but you'll get to tell Joe Lucky that you beat him. Believe me, that's worth it all. Yeah, and even if you're not a fisherman, just going out there to watch an event like that, Lyle, would just have to be, it would have to touch your heart. It really would. I've been to the biggest catfish tournaments in the United States many times and many of them. They don't, none of them have a pimple's worth of the crowd that'll be in Quincy, Illinois, watching the weigh in. And they weigh in in three of two other places. They weigh in in Mark Twain Lake and they weigh in up north. Uh, they may even weigh in down south of Quincy because if they didn't, the weigh in takes so long. They used to, everybody used to come back to Quincy and weigh in, and it takes forever. And it's always hot on June 1st weekend for whatever reason. Uh, and you got to take consideration the fish and the fishermen and, and all that. So they started doing outside weigh-ins, but there'll be 5,000 plus people watching plus the fishermen and the boats and all the stuff. They shut out at least two city streets down through there and there'll be a line of boats backed up and around it. You just can't imagine Damn. until you've been there. And a lot of these guys that think they know how to run tournaments, if they go watch how that's done over there, they really figure out how to do some tournaments. Because it's the best run tournament in the United States. I see a new name in here. Ryan King said he finally caught a little bit of one live <laughs> in at the river. So welcome, welcome, come on in. So yeah, that might be, I'm not gonna be able to go this year, but I plan on flying out next year. It's too far a drive for me. But that'd be something, a good vacation for a family just to plan that every year just to go out and get involved and and they would they would welcome any help if you wanted to help or whatever but to get the kids involved and and say look you know these are the guys and gals that keep us free here in america that's right and it's uh that's what's amazing let's get them involved um, uh, my old buddy doc um his wife lynn the last year that she come to Fishing for Freedom Fair, and Doc's granddaughter did not fish the tournament with Doc and his warrior. They stayed there and worked 
and donated their time for two days to Fishing for Freedom to help run the event and serve food or whatever it was that needed to be done. Lynn and, and that granddaughter did that instead of fishing. And um, I already had a really high uh, respect for Lynn Lang, but it grew that day immensely. And Star, the granddaughter, uh, hers, to, hers too. Uh, great folks, and uh, it's a great event. So I was glad. I was glad to hear that y'all do some of the uh, the tournaments like that that you give back, and you teaching your kids to give back. That's uh, to me. I get more out of giving back than I ever have receiving anything. That's you, you know. You know, last year it, it's the Catch a Dream Foundation is the tournament that we that we like to fish in that annual event, and they have things like the weekend before they have a big barbecue. And so last year we volunteered and we went to work like you're talking about behind the scenes. And uh, so my in-laws were keeping my kids right. Well, they brought them up there to get some food. And my son ended up helping out, you know, just getting the ice in the cups was like a huge deal. And then he got up front where he could see people and it was just an awesome day. So yeah, I would highly encourage you. If you think a kid's going to get in the way, a lot of times they will be the star of the show. Just yeah. really give them a chance, you know. That's oh, yeah. You're exactly right. They want to help. Absolutely. Absolutely. They do. They see them adults doing things. They really do. They want to get involved. They want to help. You just have to learn to channel all that energy <laughs> into where they needed to go to do the help. That's right. That's right. Amazing, sir. Amazing. My hat's off to you. Uh, oh, thank you. Yeah, that's another great tournament event and i believe they hold them in different places around the country is that correct they they do you know they have one in in may i think the first weekend in may here on ross barnett and then in june they'll have one at pickwick lake as well in tennessee yeah that's, that's another great event uh, for a lot of reasons but uh, there, there's so many good causes there's so many of them that i don't get behind for one reason or another but that would be another one that i do and one of my favorite of all time charities, not just for fishing, but charities in general, um, is Danny Thomas's uh, Children's Hospital in, in Memphis. Uh, that's that's one of the greatest charities uh, that I could ever uh, say anything about because uh, they do so much for children's cancer and projects like that and never charge the families a dime. That's right. So, and teaching your kids to get behind that and let them get that feeling of giving back, that will carry them a lifetime. Yeah. They yeah. will always be givers. And it's, uh, you don't get no better than that. Nope. God bless you, my friend. God bless you. That's right. uh, Thank y'all. Thank you for having, having me on tonight. You, you know, just to add to what you're saying about your warrior tournament, it, it was amazing to me last year. I took somebody fishing. They weren't, they weren't a veteran, but just, one trip and and a year later they'll still be talking about that day and we didn't even yeah. catch them that good but it's just it's a big deal somebody that doesn't do that regularly doesn't it's a big deal. if they had a good time and they got to spend it with you and uh, just being with you probably made their day yeah oh yeah you know just taking somebody that's over on the bank fishing you know that's what i was talking about them rods and stuff I usually carry two or three extra rods in my boat or in my truck, and that's what I've always done. 
because you always see somebody on the bank struggling with an old rod or something. The lines, most time it's just a line, yeah. you know, just the lines all messed up and old and it's what's messing up, but just to give them one. And then when they catch that first fish, they'll remember that from the rest of their days, they'll remember that rod and reel that a stranger gave to them to have their day. Uh, so yeah. Yeah, I, you're walking down the right path, my friend, and I thank oh, you for that. We need more people like you that give back, that teach your kids the right direction. Uh, guys and gals, if you have subscribed to their channel, check them out. The link is up there on the thing. Check them out. Let's watch those kids grow. Let's watch his channel grow. I know he's going to bring a lot of good stuff to us. Uh, a lot of good or low, good little activities outside with them kids, watching them get muddy and Get a few boo boos on them. I know that's going to happen. So, uh, if it don't, it'd be one of the very few. Yeah, I know. That I never got one. Yeah. Yeah, I'm scarred from head to toe. Yeah, me too. I don't see that changing anytime soon, really. No. <laughs> Daniel, thank you so much for bringing Reed and, and coming on the show with us tonight. I was, I was impressed with your videos and stuff, but, um, you and him impressed the catfish community tonight by, by coming on here and sharing your experiences with us. And we appreciate it. Um, I would like to extend you a, an invitation if you just would like to come back on Catfish Weekly at some point uh, after a little while and your, your channel grows a little bit to, to tell us how it has grown and, and uh, keep us posted on how you do and I would like for you to continue keeping this great content up with them kids, man. It, it was really awesome to see what you're doing and, and uh, makes me feel good that there's still wholesome family stuff going on. Uh, even if I don't find it as often as I'd like to, when I do find it, makes me respect it that much more. Yep. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely be in touch. Love to do an update. That'd be, that'd be great. We're, we've been here for, Let's see, that May in June, next month, we'll have been here seven years. So okay. we're probably going to be here, James. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, at, at the same time, while our old tales, we got to keep our eyes out for the future people that's going to take over the shows, well, that's your exactly, show and my show. That, that's exactly right. There, there, there's, a, there's a young man out there someplace, James, for you and me, that'll come in here and say, okay, you old-timers, it's time to slide out, let the big dog step in. And yep. when that happens, we'll know it's the right guy. Yeah, and exactly it's, right. It's not happened yet, and it hasn't happened for you, but at some time, we'll find that guy. I yep. would prefer it to be a 25- or 30-year-old guy, but if he was 40 or so, that'd be okay, too, even 50. But um, I tell you, somebody that I look forward to be doing sitting in our shoes one of these days is Robbie Marino. Yes. I, I think that he'll be in, in one of these spots, maybe Grayson Melhorn. Um, there's some others. There's some yeah. others. Um, yes. But they'll be stepping up to the plate one of these days. And, and there's a few others that right now they're not on the scene, but that's because the teenage hormones has kicked in and daddy and fishing are no longer cool. I've been through that. And it, and it is going to happen, Daniel. Yeah, it's going to happen. Yeah. So you know, expect they it. They do. I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah well, they grow up fast. 
they do they grow, grow fast and they'll come back around to you exactly and, um, and uh it, it's all good and it's all worth it but uh we had a great group in chat tonight if you guys haven't given us a thumbs up please do so we'll be james will be back on wednesday night with catfishers of america at seven yep. o'clock on youtube we will also be doing panfish nation right after the Chad and James Dockery with the bait shop on Thursday nights will be on at eight. So be sure to tune in for that. And um, James, have you got anything else? No, I, you know, guys, guys, I don't ask for a lot, but uh, if you don't mind sending a prayer up for the wife, she's struggling right now with some bad kidney stones and we're trying to get them. She can't pass them. So they're probably going to bust them. So when you get on your knees tonight, say a prayer, throw a little extra in our way, if you don't mind. And I'll do appreciate it. Absolutely. And if we can get these things passed, I might be back out on the water Wednesday night for another show on the water. That'd be great. That was a great show last night or last week. It really was. Daniel, thank wow. you. Wow. I had the biggest, heaviest fish on my line for an hour and a half during the show and didn't know it till after we started to reel them in to come home. Maybe the heaviest thing I've ever had on my line, it was like a log that had legs that was walking away from the boat. I couldn't stop him, couldn't slow him down, and he drove me across some. He shredded 10 foot of my line before it finally broke. And I about fell backwards in the boat. And I hate we didn't get that on camera, but I do appreciate everybody coming in. It, Lyle, it makes you feel good when people join you on your lives like that. And they're sitting there hoping that you catch something. They're watching and waiting. But I want to thank you guys and gals. It was hey, a great you night. You had a uh, co-host last week. Yeah. Junior's a good guy. He's, He's funny. Guy. He's a lot of fun. Hey, he catches fish. That old boy has grown a lot. I want to get him back in. Chrissy thank Brown, you. thank you. Yeah, that's that's amazing. And I enjoyed that show a lot. You had a, a bunch of good viewers, so worked out really well. All right, folks, yeah. there'll be no show uh, with Catfish and Crappie tonight. He's he's not going to do a show tonight. He's uh, kind of burnt. He's He's been out working all day in the, in the yard and stuff, and he's not going to be on tonight. So uh, he'll be back next week. So be sure to tune in for that. Um, thanks, everybody, for watching. And, Daniel, keep up the good work, and we'll see everybody next Monday night on Catfish Weekly. Don't run off yet, Daniel. Okay.